something clicked in my head and it was like, school is not going to get me to where I want to go. I'm doing all of this work every day. I'm hustling and it doesn't even make sense that this is going to make me money or make my dreams come true. So I was sitting there, I was like, I'm doing all this, but it's not getting me to where I want to go. A day in and a day out, I'm making zero progress. It's like, this is my goal over here, and every day I'm spending time over here. Changed your life in two years through sales. Got to start working with Grant Cardone. What was the tipping point? Was there a key event, a key paradigm shift that was that key domino that fell into place? What was that? Man, that is a great question. So uh, for me personally, uh, I feel like how all of the pieces fell in place was I was about 16, 17 years old when it started. I'm 20 right now. So it's been about three years since all of this started. And really what happened was it was one night where I got home. I was taking all AP classes in high school. So I like I was slammed with homework. Okay, all of these different things that I had going on class-wise, different projects and projects and stuff. Then after school, had full two and a half hour football practice, went and got done with that. And dude, I got home and I was just exhausted. I had all of this stuff coming up that I had to do. And I was just sitting there. And this was my breaking point where I just, something clicked in my head and it was like, school is not going to get me to where I want to go. I'm doing all of this work every day. I'm hustling and it doesn't even make sense that this is going to make me money or make my dreams come true. So I was sitting there, I was like, I'm doing all this, but it's not getting me to where I want to go. A day in a day out, I'm making zero progress. It's like, this is my goal over here. And every day I'm spending time over here. Right. I, I want to make money. I want to be free. I, I, I want to retire my parents. I have all these big aspirations, but every day I spend time over here. Right. And this was the big tipping point because that's when I realized that school and all of these different things that I was putting my time and focus and attention on wasn't actually going to get me the result that I was looking for. Right. And so then throughout the years, you know, I started watching the YouTube videos of all the gurus and I started reading books, got a big old bookshelf back there, right? I read the 10X rule and that's kind of really where I found Grant. And I'd been following him for about a year and a half. And at 18, I was getting out of high school and I had a couple of football scholarships. I was an All-American football player. That's a really big deal in Texas, Texas high school football and stuff like that. And I decided I didn't want to go to college, which was a big no-no everyone was like man you got scholarships you're a good player why don't you just go play why don't you just go do this but i knew that where i wanted to go was over here but i kept spending time over here right and so i decided i wasn't going and i was going to actually become a real estate agent 
okay, and flip houses with my bare hands. That was literally my that was literally my plan. 18 years old, no credit, had no idea what I was doing. I was like, all right, man, this is the game plan. This is it. And one day I was watching a Grant Cardone YouTube video and I saw everything that was going on. I was like, dude, I need to go work for that guy. Simply because I knew that I had no idea what I was doing. Every day I just got up and I was like, okay, what do I do? Where do I go? What's the first step? What's the, what's the second step? I had no idea. All I had was this intention that I was going to make things happen. All I had was I needed to, I needed to get up and get better every single day. And eventually it turned into, I needed to get the right information. That's how I found Grant. And I was like, dude, I just need to go. I just need to get out of where I'm at. I was around a bunch of people who wanted to party, do drugs, all that type of stuff. And so I was just like, dude, I got to get out. I, I got to get around somebody. I got to get around money. I got to get the right information. And that's when I packed all my stuff up. I came down here to Miami and sent Grant like a hundred emails. I was like, dude, you, you got to give me a shot. Okay. I would switch up my resume. I would send in a resume. And when I didn't get any, hear anything back, I would change it up and resend it in just over and over. Cause I was like committed. I was like, dude, I, I got to get out of here. So for me, everything's kind of set up how the world's set up. It's set up in vehicles. So that was the vehicle to get me out of where I was, okay, to, to make my first couple hundred thousand dollars in a year, right, was working for Grant. And that vehicle is what got me out of my hometown, what's got me out of my comfort, and what's really been able to help me kind of hone in the success that I've been able to have. What action did you start doing that was able to move you from spending time here on things that weren't where you want to be to start moving in the direction of where you actually want to be? Right. So uh, a, it's a simple practice, right? You you wake up in the morning and you write your goals down. That should be the first thing that anybody does. I mean, maybe you wake up, you take a piss, maybe you get a drink of water or something like that first, right? But then after that, you need to sit down and write your goals down because most of the unclarity that that is of what do I do is you don't know where you're going. Okay. Imagine you're like, I'm going somewhere and you go get in your car and you start driving around. How are you supposed to get to a specific destination if you're not even headed to one? If you don't have the GPS in saying, Hey, I'm going here. How would you ever even get in that ballpark? My thing is, it's not even about a specific action, because honestly, I feel like outflow, like in, and I'm, I say outflow, and I mean like pushing out into the world, into the universe, action, you know, anything that you want to call it, I feel like it's a spiritual thing, okay? It could be anything that you're putting your, your intention on, your focus, your outflow into, it'll always come back in some sort of way, and you'll start to reap some sort of benefit, right? It's about what most people don't understand is they don't have a target. You know, it's like, imagine shooting a gun and there's no target. You're just shooting. Right. So for me, the specific action that I was taking was I wanted to become financially free. So dude, I was reading. Okay. Uh, I, that was my thing was I was reading because I didn't know what to do and I didn't know where to go. So I was like, okay, so the first thing I have to do before I could ever start building a business, before I could ever start making money, was I had to invest into me. I can't pour from an empty cup. Okay, how would I be able to build a business if I'm not built, right? 
And so those were my actions was like self-education through books. Okay. Uh, I never paid any money for courses. I had a bunch of free courses uh, that I would like download um, books. I would download like free PDFs. My computer's loaded with viruses from shit like that uh, and stuff like that. Um, just anything that I could get my hands on, man, that, that could point me in some sort of direction. How do you counter that consumption and not get, not fall into productive procrastination? Because I know for me, when I was starting out, I would do a lot of reading. I would do a lot of online courses, paid courses, free courses, pirated courses, books, YouTube videos. And the main thing for me was I realized that I wasn't applying anything. I wasn't doing anything. I was consuming all this knowledge and just had no results. I was just learning, 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 but doing nothing with that knowledge. How do you prevent that infinite consumption from getting a hold of you and stopping you from taking action? That's a great question. That's a great question. And, and that is something that a lot of people fall into. I've fallen into it myself. So the simple way that I like to put it is when you wake up, you need to have about two to three hours before you actually do anything else. So you wake up, of course, you write your goals down. And then the first thing you need to do is study. I like to study for about 30 minutes every day. I don't do this whole like long, drawn out, four hours. Have I before? Yeah. And, and, th and those are good sometimes. I'm not saying that's, that's bad, but on like a daily basis type of thing, like what you're talking about, what I like to do is I study for about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what I'm doing. And then I get to work. So the thing is, is I take, I take something. So let's say I read a book about real estate and it's teaching me how to analyze deals, how to analyze NOI cap rates, you know, what locations are good. How do I find that stuff? Right. I would then take what I just learned. I would like learn the concept, whether it took me 30 minutes, an hour, somewhere in there, sometimes a little longer, sometimes less, right? And then I would take that and I'd be like, okay, now let me start analyzing the deal. Okay, or like for sales, I do sales training every single day because I'm in sales, right? And so what I do is I learn something. So let's say it's a close or let's say it's something about a greeting. Then when I get to work, it's like, all right, I'm gonna put this into action. So every day, I, I take a tool and I put it in the toolbox and then I use the tool that simple. Okay. So you take it from here and then you apply it. You can't take a whole bunch of tools and then put them in because you're going to lose tools. You're going to forget about them. You're things like that, right? One at a time, every day you learn something new, then you go implement, you learn something new, you implement, you learn something new, you implement, right? What people like to do is they like to, people shy away from things that they don't understand. People shy away from things that they have no idea what they're doing. And so that's what actually forces the, the procrastination part of it is when you actually start getting around something that you don't know, you don't play hard. If you don't think you can win, you won't play with the full heart. If, if we were playing like, let's say chess, I'm horrible at chess. I suck at it. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm just going to start clicking around pieces. But let's say you're a chess master. Dude. You're going to go all in. Like, I'm beating this guy, right? So I wouldn't be able to play with the full heart because I don't know, right? But what you got to understand is that life is not knowing. 
there's uncertainty on the other side of the door, right? There's fear and there's freedom. And so you lean into the fear. You take the one thing that you learned and you lean into fear and then you go attack every day. Just you grab a new sword, you grab a new tool and you use it. And and that's just the kind of simple way that I put it. I know I kind of ran on there for a second. I can imagine, I'm imagining a lot of my friends that really need to hear that, really need to actually start, start doing things and not just learning. How would you prevent or how do you advise people who don't really have that vision, don't really have that long-term goal? Man, that's a great question. That's a really great question. Hmm. So you don't have a long-term goal because you don't know who you are yet. That's it. That's it. So I I like to put it this way, but you will meet a new you in the marketplace. You will meet a new you. When you start working hard, you find out who you really are. Most people just never actually get to the point where they work hard. Right. For me, growing up, I always found that version of myself in sports. The the competitive, the competitiveness, the drive. I found that through sports. Other people like to do other things. I also loved video games. I, I love going and going to play with my friends and trying to beat my friends, right? Or just playing around. But it's like most people they stay in this tiny routine of I wake up, maybe I go to work, maybe I don't. I don't really do shit. I scroll on TikTok and Instagram, okay? And then I eat a bunch of garbage food that makes me feel bad. I don't work out and I just kind of sit there. Yeah, bro, of course you don't have a long-term goal. You don't have a short-term goal either. You don't have a goal whatsoever, right? But once you start disciplining yourself and you understand that things are possible, you start to realize that you can succeed at anything you want to in life. You can be known for whatever you want to be known for. It's weird. It's it's actually weird. I've never met a guy who went all in 100%, put all his chips on the table every day and didn't make it. Never. So for the people who don't have a long-term goal, it's because you don't dude, you don't even know you. You don't even know your true capabilities. Most of them think that that nothing like that would be even possible. You don't think all that's possible. You just think you're an average guy, you just want to get an average chick, you just you you just want to work an average job. And dude, that's fine. We need people to do that, right? But at the end of the day, until you actually start applying yourself, you'll never have a long-term goal or vision. I didn't. I did it for for, for a long time until I started really dedicating myself into sports. That's where I found that version of me that really hungered for something more, right? Because after you touch all these different things, you figure out what you like and what you don't like. And you're like, oh, I really like that. I really like this. I really like this. And then you can start to shape together who you really are, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's this quote that says, you are your biggest asset. I'm sure you've heard of it. My understanding of that and how I explain that is you are the vessel and anything that happens in your life comes from that vessel. So if the vessel, you know, is shit, if it has no quality, if it has no discipline, if it has no perks whatsoever, then of course you aren't going to know what you want to do. Of course you don't know what you want to do. Of course you don't know what road you should take. Of course you don't know what to do next. Of course 
even if you do know what to do next, you can't do it. So I always say, learn more about yourself and build yourself, build that discipline, build those habits and just start working on anything, start working on improving yourself. What do you think that's a better frame to have than just looking for something first and then focusing on that or looking at themselves first and working on improving themselves and then gradually finding something? Yeah, that is a great question. That's a great question. So the first thing somebody should be doing is investing into themselves, investing into themselves, right? And it's really, in my opinion, it's not even a, it's not even a one or the other. I think it's a both. I think it's a both. I, I think you should be doing it all. So basically, the like the guy I work for, Grant Cardone, the definition of 10x is is like having it in all areas. You know, I don't think there is a one path. I don't think there's, you know, a one way to get there. What I know is that I can't like I can't hire somebody if I'm an idiot. Who's, who's going to come work for me, man? Who's, who's going to listen to me? I don't work for Grant because he's an idiot. I work for him because he's smart. He knows what he's talking about. He's put in the hustle. He's made it happen, right? So think about it from like an operator standpoint, if I'm the owner, right? If you have no idea what you're talking about, you have no idea what you're doing, you don't know how to make money, how would you be able to recruit people? How would you be able to sell somebody, right? So to a certain degree, dude, you, you got to get yourself up off the ground with like personal development and type of stuff. And really educating yourself on how money works, because once you understand how money works, it really makes it a lot more simple in the sense of how would I go get it or how would I like, you know, get the life that I want via money, right? And so you have to obviously invest into yourself, but it's kind of like a one of those things that never ends. It you got to understand that that if if you're talking about choosing a lifestyle like this, you're on a wheel. You invest in yourself and then your business, invest in yourself and then your business and it's boom, 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 over and over and over and over again. Okay. Because the more you invest time and money, the more you have, the more time and money you'll have. So you are your best asset. I completely wholeheartedly agree with that. But you're also your greatest enemy in that sense as well. Because if you want to distract yourself with other bullshit, okay, and, and you'll talk the excuses and stuff like that, then that's true as well. So you'll make yourself right in whatever you're doing, right? That That's kind of the point I'm trying to hit. If if you got to get to here for your business to get to here. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I know I'm kind of going all over the place there, but you have to rise up if your business is going to rise up. But if you think that your business has to get here first, you'll make yourself right and you'll go like this. So there's yeah, not sense. one way to do it. Makes sense. If you were to go back to speak with 18 year old Jacob and basically give him a roadmap of ideally what he should do from, you know, spending all his time here doing things that aren't going to get him here. What would that roadmap look like? Man, that's a great question. So 
obviously I don't regret anything that I've done or anything in that manner because it's got me here, but there are definitely some things that, uh, that if I was able to do over again or be able to talk to myself that I would do. Um, and really most of it is just, is just the free time. You know, I spent so much time doing shit that didn't matter. And, oh, and, and I also spent time stressing about things that didn't matter. So, for example, um, I loved I love playing video games, dude. When I, like growing up, I had the Xbox. You know, I was I was rocking and rolling. If I would have came home from school or work or something like that, and and actually started a little bit earlier, dude, what what would my life look like? You know, uh, but but a roadmap from somebody who just doesn't know what's gonna happen next is, hmm. First things first. I would identify your strengths and weaknesses. So this is number one, identify your strengths and weaknesses. So this is your roadmap right here. You got to figure out where you're strong and, and where you're weak. Okay. I've always been kind of decent at communicating with people. Obviously I've gotten a lot better uh, in, in that sort of aspect, you know, being in sales and talking to people every day, but that was a strong suit for me. I felt like I was always good at being able to speak out what I'm saying and be able to kind of relay that to the other side. So that was a strength. Uh, but what are my weaknesses too? You know, what are the things that I don't understand, you know? And so I would figure that out. I figured that out first because um, there's no rule. Like there's no rules. Everything is fake in life. Everything is completely fake. And some people will think I'm crazy for, for saying stuff like this, but there is no one way to do things again. So I'm just going to kind of hit, hit back on that. Everything's fake. It's all made up. There's no rules. Okay, you get to create whatever you want to create in life. Whatever's in your head can be in the real life if you want it to be. Who thought of a car? That was unimaginable before somebody did it, right? Who thought of being becoming a billionaire? That was unimaginable before somebody did it. Who thought about running a four-minute mile? It was unimaginable before somebody did it. So first things first, identify your strengths and weaknesses because you'll never be able to get to any point if you don't know where you're weak and where you're strong and where you need to improve. Okay, the next thing is find the, the right vehicle. So for me, college wasn't the right vehicle. Personally, to this day, I don't see any plus or pro or anything you could gain out of it, in my opinion, or especially where, where I was trying to head. It wasn't the right vehicle. But if you're a doctor, that's the right vehicle. So what's the right vehicle for you? What do you need? Okay, so for example, I needed to learn. That was the biggest thing I needed to learn. So I found an environment that teaches people. I, I work for Grant Cardone. That's all he does is sell trainings and courses and stuff like that. So obviously that's something that's really big for us is our training. We're very, we're very, 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 very hard on that. So I'd find a spot that, 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 that took that very seriously. Okay. Where's a place where your income isn't capped? Dude, that's a big one. Where's a place that you don't just make 15 bucks an hour. Where's a place where, where you can get paid based on the work that you do? This was the biggest fucking thing that pissed me off. Excuse my language, right? So in high school, I was 16. I was working at Chick-fil-A, right? And I'm sitting here busting my ass, working hard, cleaning all the dishes, making sure the kitchen's rocking and rolling, all of it. And there's the fat dude eating chips just sitting there watching me. And what's crazy is he's making more than I am. And it's like, dude, you ain't doing shit. So yeah, dude, that, so identify strengths and weaknesses, figure out where, where you're weak and where you're strong and where you need to improve, then kind of move on to getting in the right vehicle that can give you that lift, that can give you some lift. Okay. 
then after that, I'd say that you really got to hone in on where you want to go now, because now you're in a vehicle. Okay, so you know where you're weak, know where you're strong, you're starting to improve personally, you're riding down the road, you're in a vehicle, now where do I go? Okay, so that's really where you got to start painting these long-term pictures because, again, it's a treadmill. Okay, so it's something you're never going to get off of. You're always going to work hard, always going to have to develop, always going to have to go through the motions and all that type of stuff, right? But where do you want it to end up? What do you want to be known for? So it's like a legacy thing, okay? Me personally, I want to be one of the richest men on planet Earth. I think that would be, I think that would be dope. I got, I want to help a lot of people. I want to do a lot of things. Okay. Especially in our society, not going to dominate, like just start dominating and talking about that. But like going back to the roadmap is you got to start thinking about what you want to be known for, because if you don't quit and you stay at it and you stay pushing every single day, you'll, you'll be known for whatever you want to be known for a hundred percent. So when you're picking that vehicle, what's going to get you closer? And then when that kind of fizzles out, then you need to find one that's going to get you to the next level and the next level and so on. So maybe that's you get a job, you, you get like a job in sales or a job where your income isn't capped, or maybe you get a job that is capped and then you move here, right? Then, okay, I'm making 500K. That's usually what those jobs can go up to about 500K. Okay, then what? What's going to get you to 5 million? Now you got to find a new vehicle. That's a new problem. Okay, now, 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 now you get to 5 million. How do you get to 50 million? Well, I'm gonna need a couple of different businesses. I'm gonna need to start investing. I mean, I'm gonna need to start do this, right? So those are, that's kind of the roadmap I would paint Jacob, you know, like 18 year old Jacob getting out was figure out where you're going. Okay, figure out your strengths and weaknesses, get in the right vehicle and then figure out your legacy play. You mentioned that you want to, dominate and be one of the richest men in the planet or the richest man on the planet. Where does that desire come from? What's the root of that dream? Oh man, that's a great question. That's a great question. So the, the root of that is I love winning. I love winning. Dude, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than building something. Hold on, hold on. Let, let's actually like, like dig into that. Let's actually really dig into that. So there's nothing better than building something and winning. So most people, they never even have that experience that, that they actually went, went through, really put all of their time and effort into something, created something, and then it produced a commission of money, of confidence. Uh, and when I say commission, I mean like anything that's good, right? money, confidence, a reward, you know, satisfaction in any sort of way. I, I believe production is the basis of morale. So when I'm producing is when I'm happy. So when I'm building and I get to slide all these pieces into different places and come up with all these different systems and processes, that makes me happy. That makes me motivated. Like, for example, you know, I've uh, over the past uh, like month, month and a half, I've taken like growing on Twitter, something that I really like wanted to do. So every day I'm posting on it. It's something like, I, like I got a little bit of focus on it, you know, and I like getting engagement on my posts. I like seeing my follower count grow. And then I was like, oh, what would be really cool if I made a discord, right? And now my discord in like just a couple of days, I got almost 50 people in there, okay? Like something like things like that, like just anything that I'm building just makes me happy. 
it i haven't made a dime off of it i actually like the courses in there a hundred percent free there is no upsell i have nothing to sell i genuinely just like doing shit like like it's fun to see people like to to interact with people and like be building some bigger image you know i i think that's fun because at the end of the day i was harping on it earlier life is fake dude you know there there really is no set meaning there, there, there is a hundred percent no set meaning. Meaning for you, the meaning for you and the meaning for me are two different things, right? And so, I just figured, you know, what's what's one thing that I would do, dude? I want to be known. I, I want to be known. Imagine being a household name, you know, like Tom Brady, dude. Everybody knows Tom Brady. Donald Trump. Everybody knows Donald Trump. You don't even got to be in the U.S. and you know Donald Trump. Drake, household name. Everybody knows that guy, right? Dude, what about Jacob May? You, you know that guy, right? I, I want to be known because, you know, I'm, I'm all, I only get one. I only get one life. And I'm not going to go through it average, you know? I want to live a top-tier human experience. I think that sounds sick. I don't even know what that means, but I think it sounds sick, right? A top-tier human experience, right? Like top 1% and everything, dude. Like like I'm working on getting my body in shape, you know? I'm, I'm working on getting my finances set, Okay, I'm I'm working on getting the family side right. It's 10x. It's having it in all areas. I want to be able to have all of it together, right? And and building that and building and working on my life and just seeing it progress, you know, even just from the past couple months, it it just gives me like a satisfaction on the inside. Yeah, definitely. Anyone watching should check out that Discord group and join up. The uh. Some people that are driven out of insecurity and some people driven out of desire for better. So it's kind of a funny play between negative and positive. Do you think each one can be used or there's a better way of going? The highly successful people are crazy. Dude, they're nuts, right? It's both. It's both. You know, you it's 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 everybody has both of them. Everybody has insecurities. Everybody has a desire to to do something more. You know, I and I humbly believe that. I don't care who you are. I mean, some people. No, I take that back. Some people. There's three types of people. There's the people who want more and go get it. There's the people who want more and they're kind of in the middle. And then there's the people who just don't give a fuck. I'm talking about the first two. You know, those people have, have that desire. They have that, that man, I want to do. I, I was super poor. I, I don't, I don't want to say super poor, but like I would get picked on. Cause like I, I wore the same clothes every day. I only had about like four different like types of clothes. And that was about it. I had food on the table, dude. I, I did. I was fine. I was fine. But the clothes, I'd wear the same shoes every day and like the same mix of clothes. That was about it, right? But I was fine, okay? So am like, does it drive, does some of my drive come from that, that I want to take care of my family, that I want to I want to retire my parents and kind of finish that off 100%, 100%. It's just about being able to channel that into not just me quitting and giving up, you know, but also the positive side of that, you know, I also want to do something great. I think it's about both. Yeah. How does someone balance 
negative emotion from controlling them and instead controlling it, like allowing their hunger, not allowing their hunger to take control of them and instead channeling that anger into a, in a focused way. So at the end of the day, there's two options, two options and only two options. One, you can just sit and cry about it or two, you can do something. It's that simple. One of them will make your life better. The other one won't. It's simply a decision. Simply, that's it. Is it going to be hard? Yeah. Okay. Does something happen? The, the girl left you for a guy that's, that, that's better looking. Okay, great. You can cry about it and, and, and get no girls, or you can go to the gym and, and get shredded. There's two options, only two options. And you get to pick which one. You get to pick what life you live. That's what's so great is you get to pick where you go. You know, it's, it's life is a video game, dude. You know, like there's no rules. There's, there's, there's no, how do I, how do I channel it? You do just make the decision. Most people, they're not decision makers. They have to go consult everybody. They have to, they have to, they have to actually, they do this. They stack up the facts in a way that makes them, or they like have a revision of the facts. They put them in a certain way that makes them feel right. She's stupid. She's this. She's that. She's this. No, bro. You're just not the one, right? You take responsibility. Take control. There's two options, dude. When you're driving a car, you're either going, okay, and you're in, in your driving or you're spinning out. There's only two. I've, ne I've never been in half control of my car. I've either had full control or I'm spinning, one or the other. And it's the same way with life. You either got control or you don't got control. You're either winning and you're getting to the next level and, and you're changing your life or, dude, you're just making excuses. So it's just that simple. You have a decision to make, okay, and you can either make it or you can stay in a maybe. People starve in a maybe. So you get to pick your poison at the end of the day. You want the pain of, of getting better or the pain of being a bitch? It's that simple. Honestly, like, I know there's a stoic belief that what people should focus on are what's in their control and what's in their control are only their actions and their thoughts on them, basically. So in a scenario where something happens, rather than focusing on what happened, focus on what you can do. How has that impacted your life, if it has in any way? Yeah, so, I mean, there's 100% impact in my life in the way of... I've been able to create massive success at a very young age. You know, I, I don't think I'm anywhere near my potential by any means. Okay. I would a hundred percent say that I am like top 0.05% for my age range, for my age range in income. Okay. And it's because at the end of the day, you know, you can, you can either like at the end of the day, you have the power, you know, nobody has power over me, but me, anything could happen, but nobody makes me do anything, anything. I could get fired today. Okay. What am I going to do? Sing, cry about it. 
or am I going to do something? One of them is going to make me starve eventually. The other one is going to get me to where I want to go, you know? And it's just one of those things where, and once you learn to control the two feet around you, so there's like this two feet radius, it's yourself. Okay. Once you can learn how to control the way people talk to you, you know, when people talk to you, some people have like this irrational reaction to get mad. You know, if somebody like says something, somebody insults you, dude, you have a choice. You can either get mad and you can, you can sit there and waste a bunch of time and be an idiot, or you can control the two feet around you and be like, uh, all right, bro. And walk away. Right. Or, you know, and I'm just using that as an example. Whereas like you have the control. So after you control yourself, your actions, what time you wake up in the morning, how long you work, how long you stay in the lab, how long you study, right? All that type of stuff, right? Once you can control that, then you can then move to four feet. You can start controlling your peers around you. You can start controlling, you know, then it gets even bigger. Then you can start controlling, you know, maybe a department in your company. Then you can start to control a business. Then you can start to control these different things, right? And your responsibility equals control. So therefore, the more you increase your responsibility, the more control that you have. So you start by taking responsibility for you. Then you start by taking responsibility for the client and all of their problems. Then you start taking responsibility for your family and all of y'all's problems, Right. In when I say responsibility, I mean, adopt the viewpoint that whatever is going on is your fault, not that you caused it, but that you could have prevented it. Make sense. Yeah. I didn't cause someone getting in a car wreck could have prevented it, though. Right. In every situation where something has gone wrong, you could have done something different. Right. And so that 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 belief system you know, of what you're talking about, that stoic, you know, responsibility, control, that type of like center is it, it, it not only has it just impacted my life, but then it grows. Does that make sense? Yep. All right, good. And it really comes down to linking with what we mentioned before of how you start with focusing on yourself. You start with investing in yourself, focusing on you know, understanding yourself, not in, you know, the way that a lot of people think, but really just personal growth, personal improvement, building the vessel. Then, as you said, looking at four feet and looking around at what you can do outside for the random 18 year old watching this who is looking to get into sales what advice would you give them start selling start selling you already know how to do it you already know okay but like salespeople, they're they're not born they're made okay so understand that you're never going to be perfect don't worry about how well you can communicate or sell or close what i mean when i say start selling is dude selling it it's a way of life. Okay. Dude, I got the girl because I sold her. Okay. I got my way when 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 I wanted to go left and everybody else wanted to go right because I sold them. Okay. You you've been doing it. 
you've already been doing it. So look, if you want to get into sales, what, what first things you got to understand is every company on planet earth is looking for somebody to make them money. Understand the position that you hold. Okay. You like, for example, let's say you get paid 10% commission. Okay. If you make that company a hundred grand, they'll give you 10 grand. I don't know a business owner on earth that's turning down that deal. I don't know one on earth. If, 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 if you walked up to me and you said, Hey man, give me a phone. I'll make you a hundred and you got to give me 10 of it. Yeah, bro. I'm giving you a phone, dude. It's, it's that simple. Every company on planet earth is looking for salespeople. So, uh, I would find, uh, something that you're really passionate about. Something you're passionate about. I couldn't sell something I, I wasn't passionate about. I'm passionate about self-improvement. Okay, so it's easy. So it's easy for me to sell. It's easy for me to be able to lean in on somebody and tell them why they need to give me their card here on the phone right now. Okay, it's easy for me. But if I was selling lemonade on the sidewalk, man, could I sell some lemonade? Yeah, dude, I could. Okay, but would I have as much fun selling it as I do what I do now? No, no, right. So I would find something you're passionate about. Just start reaching out to them. Hey, you know, uh, do you all have a sales team? Hey, I would love, I would love to come help you move some product. Okay. I've, I've been studying, I've been working. I'm going to blow up your business. You got to come here with confidence and certainty. You got to sell them on why you need to work there. Okay. I, I was talking about this type of stuff in my interview, man. Every, everybody else there's 30. I'm walking in at 18. Okay. Talking about how I'm going to spank all their asses and blow up their business. Dude, who's not giving me a shot? They're like, dude, this guy's crazy. But all the greats are crazy, right? So this is the right, and my full intention is to blow up your business and have your business literally transform because of what I'm about to come in here and do. Have you seen or heard enough to make a decision? And say that in your interview, <laughs> say it. Have you seen or heard enough to make a decision? Okay, and have them hire you right there on the spot, dude, close them because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for closers. They're looking for people to, to, uh, to, to get deals done. So that's my advice is every business out there is looking for salespeople, find something you're passionate about, go in there, talk a bunch of shit and, and ask for the, ask for the job right there. Have you seen or heard enough to make a decision? It's nice that you mentioned that because whenever I speak to people who do sales training, whenever I'm talking about this topic of finding positions and getting the position, they always mention you have to close the guy that you're going to close. For. And Exactly. Uh, I always find it interesting and I, and I love it. I find it funny because sometimes whenever I'm on a call where someone's trying to sell something to me, I end up giving them feedback and advising them on how they should sell things to me, which is always weird because they're like, why are you helping me sell you? <laughs> man I, I i hate when people do that i hate when people do that dude it's it, it, it it's coaching man it's coaching you know hey sometimes it's good i've gotten some good tips like that but not nah, like you're right though you're right though dude some, some people don't ask for the deal and you don't get what you don't ask for in this life yeah like for the guy that doesn't know where to start and you mentioned, of course, working on themselves, working on the vessel, working on understanding themselves. But when they do find something that they want to do, how do they 
find what the next step is. Yeah, so uh, it's something I like to refer to as the next pro-survival move. It's that simple. So I'm just going to keep kind of going back to it is, you know, is there are no rules. So there is no right way to do something. You know, there's a ton of wrong ways technically, you know, like if you fail or like if you do something wrong and, you know, you start losing money and stuff like that. Right. But there's no like one right answer. So the way that you do it, man, is you just justify the pros and cons. You know, you you, you figure out, look, is does this have a big enough payoff for my time? Your time's the most valuable thing. So you got to understand, you know, if, if I'm investing in, in myself, you know, and when I say investing yourself, man, you know, there's not even a right way to do that. You know, everybody's going to put their own little sauce on it, you know? And that's the thing is, is I can't sit here and, and give like, okay, read this book first and then read this one second. I could obviously give you some pointers and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, certain triggers are going to click in your head that didn't click in mine and vice versa. So it's about like latch on to what like you're really like trying to go for and what's the next pro survival step. So look, man, if, if, if I'm trying to build a business, dude, the next pro survival step is money in the door. You know, let's say, okay, I found, I found a business I want to do. Okay. I'm getting started. I'm off the ground. You know, it's like, all right, I'm ready. Okay. Now, dude, I got to go find money. You know, where, where do I find money? Or maybe it's a website. You know, I, I need to get people to know me. Let me build a website and let me run ads to the website. You know, so that's kind of how, how you find it. You know, uh, a lot of people, they, they get caught up in, in method. So there's method and there's intention. So, dude, if you get caught up in, in the mechanics, dude, you, you're already screwed. You're already screwed. Think your way into becoming, into becoming a billionaire. I want you to do a billionaire math right now. Okay, hold on. Billion dollars. I'm literally going to do it right here. Let me, let me, let me grab my phone. A billion dollars. Okay. So how, like, what do you say? Like average, you know, like profit would be on a deal. Let's say like 50 bucks just to make it simple. I'd have to sell 20 million products at 50 bucks. It's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Let's divide it by 500. After that, I have to sell $2 million at 500 bucks to just have sold a billion. Or let's say you want a billion in your bank account. You would have to make 500 bucks into your bank account after taxes that many times, 2 million times. Dude, that's ridiculous. You know how hard it is to sell 2 million different products? Dude, that's crazy. It, it, but people have done it. Weird. People have done it though. People have done it. There's companies that do tens of billions of dollars a year. So, you know, you need to focus on intention. You know, for example, uh, I was, I flew up into Colorado. I was going on a trip and then I wanted to, I wanted to grab my dog from Houston. I had a dog in Houston growing up. And then I wanted to get back down to Miami. Right. I didn't even book the flights until the night before I was leaving. And I booked them one at a time. I was like, all right, uh, let me go to Colorado. Bang. And I went to Colorado. And then we were right about to leave. And I'm like, all right, I need a flight to Houston. And then bang, I, I bought a flight to Houston. I'm sitting in Houston. And I'm like, all right, how am I going to get my dog to Miami? And I'm sitting there and, and it's a 22-hour drive. And, I'm, and I sold my grandpa and let me use his car, right? Right there on the spot. Because I just, I just intentioned the whole thing. But if I would have gotten real mechanical and I was like, okay, well, this flight leaves at this time. And I got to be here by this time. And it's got to do this. You know, not that you can't do that. 
But most people, when it comes to a business and not a simple just traveling location thing, that you're going to get confused. Just intention life. Learn to intention life. Lean into the possibility. Lean into your natural spontaneity of who you are as a human, that you'll figure things out. You know? So that's kind of my advice in line on that. And that even relates to what you said about setting your goals each morning. Why do you think it's important to have goals each morning, goals for the day, goals for the week, micro goals, rather than just relying on macro goals? So what I'm about to say is about to sound really weird, but I think it is 100% a spiritual thing. You know, it's weird. I'm I'm not I, I don't believe into the whole like law of attraction thing, but dude, something about writing my goals down in the morning makes me believe it's real. Cause for some reason, dude, I keep scratching things off that goal list. It's weird, man. It's weird. You know, I've it's never been like this before, but I've been writing my goals down very, very consistently for the past couple of years. Every couple of months, I scratch one off. Done. And then I replace it, obviously. But it's about, you know, every couple of months, I, I figure something out and, and I hit it. So do I think there's something spiritual in there 100%? But really, man, I think it's just about being focused. You know, if, if, if you wake up on a Saturday morning, you don't write your goals down, dude. What are you doing? You know, what are you about to go do? You're about to just go lay around. Oh, I don't have anything to do today. Let me open up TikTok. Let me see what's going on there. Burn 30 minutes. You know, well, let me go eat, burn an hour. Okay, well, now I get back. Now it's past noon. You know, what am I going to do here? I'm going to watch a YouTube video. Then you go on a YouTube scroll for three hours. And then do by that time, it's three, four o'clock. You're going to kill time till dinner and then dick around some more and then go to sleep, right? So it's about being focused. Whereas if I just would have woken up, let's say I wake up at nine, right? write my goals down. It's like, now I'm focused and your goals need to be big, man. Dude, your goals can't be, man, I want to make five extra grand this year. Dude, no, dude, it's, it's 10 X. It's 10 X goals. You need to, you need to be writing something down in the morning that lights you on fire. Something that's like, damn, I got to have that, you know, and not everybody has it. And again, you know, it does come back to, you know, figuring things out, but dude, be wild with it. You know, they can change. It doesn't have to be the same thing every day, dude. Just write something down on a piece of paper that is next level. And that is something that is going to take you a long time to achieve. And then just figure out something you could do that day to get closer. And then, you know, as the days pass, weeks, months, years, dude, you'll start scratching them off. It's, it's weird. Definitely, bro. We have a closing tradition on this podcast where we get a question from the last guest as well as the audience without knowing who the next guest is going to be. So our question for you from the last guest is what advice would you give your child that you did not follow and why? What advice would I give my child that you did not follow during your time? And why would you give that advice? What do you mean by that? When we were discussing it, he explained it as what would you tell your child to do or not do that you did not follow? Oh, what would I? Okay. So like I did something, but I'm going to tell my child not to do that. 
Yeah. Ooh, dude, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's kind of an interesting one. Uh, that one, it's honestly, uh, like, like that kind of hits a little personal. Hold on. Um, what would I tell my child? I think, I think personally, I would tell my child to skip out on, on the partying, the drinking, the drugging and all that stuff. Yeah, dude, I was all into that in high school, you know, and definitely wasted time, money and energy and did a ton of stupid stuff, you know, or at least like chill out on it, you know, like obviously, you know, like I like, I, like I want my kids to go have fun and stuff like that, but you know, definitely not do it the way I did it. You know, there, there were points where, dude, I'd be high for months at a time every day. And I was real good at keeping it a secret and like keeping it from mom and dad and stuff like that. But yeah, I would definitely say like, like cut that out. Cause you know, I feel like if, if life wasn't so blurred sometimes, you know, that I would have been able to make some more progress. hundred percent. How, how did that affect you? Drugs and everything. Yeah. So, so in, in the main way I'm, I don't want to dig into personal, but you know, like it, it kind of, um, I don't know. I would just say that it, it, it just distracted me. Like, like for the most part, you know, um, I had a lot of fun, but I did a lot of really dumb stuff that I just like, that I'm just like, it, it's a low self-esteem event that that's the way I'm going to put it. Dude, you don't feel good after you do it. Like, I, I want to do things that make me feel good now. You know, like, like, that's my thing. You know, after, after I hit the gym, dude, I feel good. After I close the deal, man, I feel good. I feel like the man. I I feel like I'm about to walk home and kick down the door. Yeah, dude, this is my place. You know, like that type of swagger, that type of confidence. Dude, I walk different when I'm doing something that makes me feel good, right? But for something that's like that, it's low self-esteem. You know, and, and honestly, this is something a lot of people get caught into is, is cycles like that. So in, in life, there's upward spirals and there's downward spirals. So it affected me in the sense of, dude, I was on a downward spiral. Yeah, I did this that made me feel bad. And then I did this and then, and then I did it some more. And then I just kept going down and down and down and down. And so, I mean, like, dude, I wasn't like massively depressed or like anything like that, but it was just a downward spiral when I could have been having an upward spiral. So Today, instead of doing something good, I did something bad. So it's a two-way swing. That's how big the gap is, right? So these are the people that you're competing against, man. People that wake up and just do dumb shit. Dude, if I just wake up and do the right thing, I got double of what of what I guess myself would have done, right? And so you do you stack that up long enough, dude, that makes a difference. So yeah, that's kind of how it affected me was it was a distraction and a low self, self-esteem event that made me feel bad about like who I was and what I was doing that led to other, you know, like self, low self-esteem events, like laying in bed all day, watching Netflix, low self-esteem event, dude, you don't feel good after doing that. Sleeping in, you don't feel good after doing that. Okay, then going and eating and being like just absolutely fat about it, dude, just going all in right? Dude, I don't feel good after that. And and so, yeah, that's that's really how it affected me. How were you able to get out of that downward spiral? I got out of where I was. Didn't stop until I left. You know, I I, I moved. I, I didn't know where to buy drugs. Didn't have people around me who had them. Didn't have a bunch of guys hanging around me who were inviting me every day to, to go do them go party, go drinking. 
You know, dude, that, that, that's why stress of why you need to get out of where you're at, man. You know, I talk about all, all, all the time on Twitter, all the time, which is like, you know, you, dude, you got to get out of your hometown. You got to get around the people that you're around because they're not going to get me to the next level. And the people I'm at right now, where, where, excuse me, the people I associate with right now, they're not going to get me to the next level, right? And so, dude, I just had to get out, I had to get out, I had to get out of Houston, I had to get out of Texas um, and just get out of the scene I was in and get around a bunch of people who didn't want to do that stuff, who, who looked down on it, who were like, nah, man, let's work, you know? And then, you know, hang around people that go to the gym, you go to the gym, hang around crackheads, you're going to be a crackhead, right? It's that simple. question from the audience what are the core principles that you hold that you never let go of what are the core principles man dude i got some principles uh i'll tell you that number one um number one disrespect um in the sense of like i just don't tolerate it you know, it, 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 it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on, where I'm at, what I'm doing. If I feel disrespected, I'm out, you know, it's it, I'm like I, just being a man. It's like one of the worst things that that like that could happen, you know, because you're you're judged on your production and I don't take disrespect. So that's a core principle is something that 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 I'm on honesty. I'm very honest. You know, it's weird. You know, a, a lot of people, they 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 like to lie. You know, I'm. I'm very straight, straight shooter in, in the sense of I could be completely wrong. And dude, I'll just tell you I'm wrong. Like, dude, I'm, I'm not lying. I'm not bullshit. I'm not playing. Um, what, what are some other core principles? Um, so in integrity, integrity, I stay right. Like, like with myself, you know, as, 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 as long as I think I'm, I'm a good human being, then dude, I'll be fine. So the, the moral compass inside of you that says this is right, this is wrong, dude, I follow that. I follow that. Um, core principles. Hmm. Core principles. Like, like there's just so many, you know, of like, like pillars in the ground like, like that I have that I like follow through every single day. You know, obviously, you know, one, one of them, one of them is, is like, dude, I always just go for it. Like that, like that's a, that's actually a principle, you know, in whatever I'm doing, dude, I just say, fuck it. I'm going all the way. I go a hundred percent where I'm at. Like here, here on this podcast, I'm going a hundred percent with you, right? I'm not like, I'm not sitting here like, like over here doing something or, or, or talking to somebody over here, looking at the dog down there and I'm not doing that. I'm right here. Right. And within whatever I'm doing, I'm a hundred percent. So that like, like, that's a massive principle that I follow. Um, obviously, you know, you got some of the main ones, you know, like, like different principles, you know, like, like I, I like people who, who are straight up and stuff like that. But honestly, I think like those are the big ones that, that really come to mind right now. Nice, that was a good question. It's been great talking to you. What can, what is happening that the people watching can look forward to? Oh man. So, uh, they, they, they can look forward to everything, uh, that's going on on Twitter. So I'm starting to try and build like a personal brand. Um, I'm, I'm really starting to, uh, kind of launch that side of who I am. So I've just been kind of, kind of putting my head down and grinding 
And honestly, I have a personal mission to actually help people. So it, it, it's gotten to the point where, dude, I have enough money. Most stuff is like free to me in the sense of like, I don't even look at the bill, dude. I like, and I say that not in like a bragging way, but in like a, I've accomplished something way that I want other people to have. Cause I remember what it feels like uh, to, to be that 16 year old kid, man, having trouble going to sleep at night, you know, just looking at the ceiling trying to figure out how I was, how I was going to make it. Right. So I think it's my personal mission to, to help people to always give golden nuggets. Uh, I've, I've got some courses out right now, free courses. They're in the discord you can find that link all over my Twitter. Okay. I'm going to be dropping some other stuff in there. I want to, I like, I want to, I want that to pop, man. I, I, I just, uh, started the other day. I want that to pop. I want to build a community of a bunch of young hustlers, man, of people that can go in and help each other. You know, I'm, I'm, imagine, dude, I wish I would have had something like that, you know, where I could connect with people all over, all over the country, people in my state, you know, people that were going through the same problem I was going through, you know, people that, that like, I'm going to have Q and a call. I'm going to have Q and a calls and stuff like that going where I could actually get a question answered. Dude, what the hell? Dude, what? Dude, I was sitting there. I just had questions and they just stayed. Dude, I didn't, I didn't have anybody to ask, dude. Right. And so I think that would be absolutely amazing. And so that's kind of what I'm building. So that's what people can really look forward to is me building a personal brand, um, I'm actually gonna be starting a podcast of my own, man, dude, I'd love to have you on there. Just want to put that out there. Um, starting a YouTube channel, you know, dude, I'm really going hard on, on the personal brand thing. And, and I definitely think it's going to be exciting. Yes. Where can people watch and find you? So, uh, if you go to Twitter, okay, it's Jake may 10 X J A K E dot no Jake may 10 X, no periods or anything. And then Instagram is jake.may.10x. Uh, and that's really where you'll be able to find me and all of the other links that go to the YouTube, TikToks, the podcast, the Discord links, all of that type of stuff. Jake May 10x on Twitter. You'll find me, one of the first people that pop up. Right, man. It's great having you. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Cheers.